Every single time any big creator releases a video where they talk about reaction content in any way, positive or negative, I am sent it immediately. I'm also mentioned like a hundred times in the comments, which I appreciate that people do this. The most re recent one that was released was this by the Ackman, a person I've talked positively of in the past called the dark side of reaction content. Recently, he reached out to me and he was like, with all the recent buzz around reaction content, do you want to maybe do a video slash stream discussing it? Would you be down to do something like that? But he DM'd me when I was like, my sleeping pattern was at its worst. I was really, really sick. I, I, I was dodging basically every possible conversation because I knew I wouldn't have enough energy for it. And I would just like be a pile of mush during it. Even now, I still feel like shit. And he contacted me like 24 days ago. It's insane to me that even after 24 days, I'm still feeling like trash. I'd not be doing very well obviously chat. So ultimately I said, yeah, I'm probably I, I would like to do something Just can we, can we like delay it a bit until I feel better, but it never ended up becoming a thing uh, Unfortunately, uh, I don't think he directly complimented my series when we talked but uh, he said he watched it and he was watching it Regardless the video he ended up making like I want to be too negative about it Okay, but it fits into the vein of what a lot of these videos are. Uh, let me just show you more examples um Oompaville made one, Papa Meat made one, Funky Frog Bait made one, Green Is Not Nick made one. These videos are less a scathing indictment on reaction content as a whole, and more jumping onto a popular trend that people are commenting on in order to largely rehash all the points that other people are already saying. Which is, hey, these people you don't like, yeah, I agree, they bad. The people you do like, yeah, they good. And then the video ends. It doesn't bring anything new to the table, it's more, this is a popular topic and speaking on it will get me views and therefore I'm going to talk about it. Because none of these people really want to criticize those who are popular and in good favor with viewers, irrespective of what their content does. They don't want to burn bridges with content creators that they may personally have relationships with or that they may like. They don't want to condemn reaction content in many cases because they themselves make very similar content to this or themselves do make reaction content. Oompaville's video was largely critical of Snipewolf, but Oompaville makes the exact same content as Snipewolf on, on his second channel. The only difference and distinction that he draws is that her co commentary sucks and his is good, which is, is entirely a subjective assessment. It's the exact same process, right? Funky Frog Baits video at the end, basically said like, hey, what I do is basically reaction content. In reality, what she seems to do, like I don't know her that well, but it, it seems to be more commentary content. But obviously you can see a lot of parallels between a lot of commentary content that uses many different clips and forms of reaction content that exist. People don't want to be too harsh in their criticism of reaction content because they're worried that they themselves will come under fire in some capacity or be called hypocrites. It's one of the things I brought up in my main video on reaction content, where people don't want to potentially draw the hate towards themselves. They don't want to be the next people under fire. They want to be like, ah, oh, yeah, I agree. Fuck those people you also don't like. But they don't want to move the needle, change things, budge anything. Like Oompaville directly says at the end of this video, this can't change, it sucks, what can you do about it? So I will do my absolute best to uh, improve the second channel and try to be the best possible version of a reaction channel that there is until things change. And I don't need to continue making so many videos, guys, because I'm, I'm trying to make money. I've been trying to make money for a while now, and you all know why. I wouldn't have a reaction channel if it weren't for that. So what can we do about Sniper Wolf? Nothing. Literally nothing. She's completely set in her ways, has uh, no desire to take responsibility for anything that she's ever done. She has a long track record of just kind of uh, deflecting shit. There's no incentive 
for her to change. Funky Frogbait does the exact same thing. Like, well, this is, nothing's gonna change. This is just the way it is. I and other reaction-based content creators can take this moment as a challenge to be more creative and more respectful of the content that we use. Guys, we can't stop XQC and Sissa Sniper Wolf from raking in their millions. YouTube and Twitch make way too much money off of them to step in and do anything, but we can raise the standard and we can advocate for creators who are being taken advantage of. And so for that reason, none of these videos really help me or really talk about what interests me about the harm of reaction content in terms of its market effects. Like I have like eight hours of content on this topic. And so you've got to understand that whenever anyone makes a 15, 20 minute video, it'll always to me come off as insufficient. It won't be saying everything that can be said. It won't be looking at things from every angle. It won't be justifying things that are being said. It will just assert like, hey, this is fair use, this is not, and not explain why, for example. So these videos in large part just annoy me, right? <laughs> because they each work to muddy the water and work to defend various different forms of reaction content that are equally as harmful as the stuff made by Snipewolf or XQC. But no, they don't want to say that because again, don't want to burn bridges, don't want to risk the ire of the audiences. So in the Ackman's video, every criticism he makes of people like Snapwolf, of people like XQC, and the, the, the things that he points out make good reaction content, right? All of these things, the negative, can be applied to Asmongold. All the positive don't apply to Asmongold, but, but he compliments Asmongold in this video. What she does is steal viral TikToks and reacts. I can't put enough quotation marks in that word, but she spams out these react videos on her channel like a soulless factory production. I like Gold. he's a big ass nerd like me who loves talking about video games and he's reacted to a bunch of my videos. As someone who takes passion in what I do, I enjoy watching those reactions. They always do really well on his channel and some might say, but act man, he's stealing views from you. Those views belong to you. Maybe they do, I can't say for certain, but what I can say is a lot of people who are subscribed to my channel wouldn't be subscribed if Asmongold never made these videos. And that goes for Charlie as well, reacting to like my Elden Ring hot takes video and many others. These moments have boosted my channel in, in really positive ways, and I think it's because the people watching the videos and reacting to them enjoyed it and promoted my channel in the proper way. And unlike Asmongold, XQC doesn't seem to have any standard for the content he uploads to his YouTube channel and has no regard for how his reaction videos might affect smaller creators. His problem is that he does less reacting and more re-uploading. I sent him a message. I, he hasn't responded, but I'm... Even if he does this one, I'm not going to tell you what he says because I, 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 I'm I more asking him out of curiosity. I'm not leaking DMs here. Like, I don't want to show him my conversation with him. But I, this is just what I've said, okay? Hey, mate, I saw your video. I wish we had got around for the chat. I am still even now pretty haggard, unfortunately, but I'm not sure it would have changed your framing of your video regardless. Don't take this semester as hostile. It may come off that way, but I am legitimately just asking out of curiosity. Was it really necessary to boost Asmongold in your video? I know you like the dude, but he personifies every aspect of what you term bad reactions. He doesn't transform or edit the content, and he demonstrates that working hard to actually create things and put in effort is less rewarded in this business. Asmongold does more React content and releases more React videos than anyone else you mentioned by far. Hell, even now there are videos on his channel with incorrect links to the original videos because it is all a soulless cash grab. It was a channel he didn't even want initially, but has obviously come around on it since then. It is run by two people who mass spam out half a dozen barely edited or unedited videos a day. He has released endless reactions the same day as the original video, and there are even videos on his channel where he 
watches an entire channel's catalog of videos. When I made my main video on reaction content that talked about Asmongold, he was uploading on average less than one react video a day. When he blew up with the Depp Heard trial, he no joke started uploading 10 reactions a day. Whole videos, unedited, start to finish. I think even now he averages three to four a day last I checked. This is not some passionate person working hard to create a new expression of someone else's work. It is, as he said on Twitter, just the mechanism to squeeze himself into everyone's recommendations and consequently squeeze other creators out. Credit does nothing. It doesn't change the dynamic that those who react to things benefit more than the hardworking, passionate people who work to actually create what is being reacted to. I was surprised to hear you say he has given you subs as you have seen my work. Did you find reason to object to the framing that whatever subs you can possibly gain from a single reaction is nothing in comparison to what you will lose having to compete algorithmically with Aswin's other 3,000 reactions? let alone the other millions of reactions that exist on YouTube. Asmund's viewership doesn't go down the more reactions he uploads. All that happens is people watch other creators less and watch him more. This is not a positive outcome for anyone but him. I have seen the negative response from viewers when others have called out Asmongold, who previously associated with him in the past. I ask you honestly, do you really see Asmund as better than the others you criticized, or did you worry about how it would reflect on you to speak negatively to him? Did you by some chance change your video after speaking to him recently? What I realized is that if you're a big creator who's going to react to someone's video, you should wait at least four days for it to be pushed in the algorithm naturally. And that's what Asmund and I talked about and agreed on after this happened. In this way, it creates buildup for his audience. They'll ask him to watch the video and they just have to wait patiently. So when he finally does, his audience is gonna be excited. It means that my video will do better in turn and so will his. In this business chat, people don't want to go after people that the audience is like. I'm sincerely curious if the Ackman will respond because every single negative thing that he talked about in regards to reaction content, Asmongold does. Everything that he said that reactors should do to make good reaction content, Asmongold does not do. What I'm saying is, when all of these videos come out, people write in the comments like, hell yeah, man, Dark Five is going to be happy about this. People finally waking up to what Dark Viper said so long ago. But that's not what the purpose of these videos are, right? These videos will not budge the needle and they act more to defend reactors than they do anything else. They pick two sacrificial lambs and say, yo, those are the bad ones, but these are the good ones. And then reaction content continues exactly as it was before. It's scapegoating more than it is actually working to combat reaction content on the platform. It doesn't matter the formulation that reaction content takes, at least in the sort that I'm talking about, the live stream reaction and then just throwing it up on YouTube. In any dynamic where it is more beneficial on the market to react to people creating things than it is to create things yourself, that's a bad world, right? It should be the case that in this world that those who do the work to create things benefit the most. And the existence of reaction content will always fight against that outcome. Reaction content as it exists, as it is promoted on these platforms, will always create a world where as I say, watching endless YouTube videos and re-uploading them to your YouTube channel will always be a better benefit to your business than actually working to create something original and creative, putting in effort and so on. And for that reason, reaction content should always be combated. And none of these people care enough at all. They just want some views jumping on the latest drama. In saying that this does somewhat benefit me, it takes some of the stigma off my work. But obviously none of these people mentioned my work. Each of these people have seen my work and make vague references to it. In some cases, like small snippets here or there, but no one will talk about exactly what I said or why. No one will link me or credit me because obviously I took a stance against popular people who do reaction content, people that audiences generally like. And for that reason, I'm blackballed. I'm blacklisted from being mentioned in these things. Else that 
they would be seen as supporting me in my campaign against popular people, while ultimately they only want to dogpile on those who are already being dogpiled on. I am working on creating a new video in the series. It all seems fairly pointless. No one's going to risk their place in this system to try to change it in a way that might ultimately end up buying them in the ass. If you are at the top of a system, regardless of how bad or unfair, it doesn't... Obviously anything that might significantly change circumstances might see you falling along with whatever bad actors are being pointed out. Jack's Films is the only one doing something about it. Is he though? I like Jack. I always have. He used to watch his content back in the day. But his campaign of like, credit the creators is, to me, <laughs> entirely irrelevant, unimportant, right? It pushes forth this idea that crediting creators changes something about the dynamic of this content. And it clearly doesn't. People don't traditionally click links in the description, but even those who do, it's a tiny portion. But that also, again, doesn't change the dynamics of the market impact of reaction content. Reaction content acting as the middleman for exposure given by these platforms is ultimately just a huge loss for everyone else. Something that takes quite a while to explain and will be the main focus of the next video, but something that is touched on multiple times in my series. It does not benefit creators for YouTube to rather than promoting original videos, promote reactions to original videos, and then to have that the people go from those reactions to the original videos. Like it, it's just another middleman in the system that has additional cost of watch time and exposure that would otherwise go to other people if those reactions didn't exist. Giving credit ends up being like a scapegoat as I talk about in the main series where people say, oh, you know, my reaction content isn't very good. I understand that, but I give credit. So, and they go, well, he does give credit. So it's fine, I suppose. It's something that changes nothing about the dynamic of reaction content providing more benefit than actually creating something yourself. But it does give a scapegoat, a defense, that enables this content to fester, ross, and grow. While Jack is making funny content, pointing out the laziness of this content, nothing he's doing will fundamentally change the nature of it on the platform. All it will ultimately do is lead to more defenses of reactors who give credit. And the giving of credit will never change anything. If right now you flipped a switch and every single reaction video had, you know, endless credits underneath it, nothing would change. It'd, it'd be just as parasitic. It'd be just as harmful for original creators. It'd be just as harmful to the market. Nothing would change. Like if e under every single Snap Wolf video, there was just a list of 12 different random TikTok accounts. Who cares? Snap Wolf Bingo is a fun game. Yes, it is fun, interesting content, but it doesn't serve much of a purpose more than to mock Snap Wolf. It'd be a bit less harmful, would it though? Ultimately, it, I think all it would lead to is just more people doing reaction content and it being more accepted on the platform creating more harm because people will be like, well, they're, they're giving credit though, so it's fine. So what's the solution? Ultimately, enough content creators banding together and saying, hey, we do not like reaction content. Cutting off the supply. The viewers will never cut off demand, but creators can cut off a supply. And unfortunately, what all of these videos do is say, hey, reaction content's fine, as long as you like the reactor. All of them work to defend the existence of reaction content and to support it in a variety of different ways ultimately working against that goal. None of these videos touch on the real harm of reaction content in terms of its market impact. They will only assess it from a very surface level of laziness and potential impact on the original video. And so again, they will all just annoy me. <laughs> Even if it potentially does remove some of the stigma around my work, potentially leading more people to it. But as I've said many times, I fully accept that the way that I presented my work is not necessarily the best for bringing as many people on board as possible. It is, however, the best to explain it 
in the most irrefutable way possible. The problem is all the people who can fix the React problem have financial incentives not to. Yeah, as I talked about in the main video, it does not pay to be at the top and to criticize the system that you're at the top of. It's, it's mentioned multiple times in the series why there's such difficulty in combating this stuff. One video that I thought did pretty good, Jimmy Robbins' video. Well, obviously being 20 minutes, it's not gonna have all the detail that my video had. I think it does give a broad overview of the many of the different issues. And then maybe I'm just biased because it does mention me in this series. To be clear, there are many videos that talk about reaction content that do directly mention me and my series. It's just more, these tend to be the smaller content creators who risk nothing in terms of association with me, who don't potentially risk the ire of people who like Moist Critical or like Asmongold because they're small, you know? They're not potentially burning bridges because they don't have those bridges to begin with. So ultimately, I guess that's a broad summation of a lot of this jumping onto latest drama sort of content related to reaction content. Do I consider it to be positive? Maybe in the smallest way possible. Ultimately, it doesn't budge the needle and ultimately harms many of the goals I have for combating reaction content in that it ultimately scapegoats it and works to defend it, at least implicitly.